All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Life Around Us. I am your girl, Ashley, and... And I'm Anthony. All right. So today's topic is going to be... I don't know. I don't want to say it's... Well, it's serious, but not as like... Is it? Yeah. So today we're going to talk... Well, let's just get to it. We are going to talk about the viewpoints of minority women or people of color... Um, Let's just call it what it, what it right. is. Black women. Okay, fine. In corporate America. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about okay. today. So being that I'm a black woman, I'm going to kick it off because you're not a black woman. Yeah, you know, I, I could never understand. I don't, never. I, don't, I don't know if I want to. No. But what you can do is weigh in with your opinion of maybe things that you have seen. Of course. You of know, course. Yeah, as far yeah. as the treatment of black women. So first and foremost, one of the things that I feel like we deal with as black women in corporate America um, is we're always viewed as like the angry, aggressive black woman. Right. right? Yeah. The one that has like the attitude and all that. And yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't want to work with her. Yeah. Or, you know. I get well. I don't get this, but I have in my experiences with with corporate America, not currently. Oh, just you know, calm down a little bit. It's like I'm not angry. Right. I'm just having a conversation, but the tonality they feel makes you come off as you're always angry. Yeah. It's like no, I'm not really angry. I'm just kind of maybe talking passionately about something, or you know, I'm being serious about a subject matter because work needs to be done, and so. Right. It just really disheartens me that we are viewed in this image. That do, you, do you feel like, um, and not even just black women, but just people of color have more like heaviness to their voice or, or just more sass? Hmm. I, I mean, yes and no, because I have other friends that work in corporate America that are not black that I feel like when they speak, I'm even looking like, right. did you really just say it like that, sis? Or, you know, okay. so I, I would have to disagree from that standpoint. Um, I mean, not dealing with a black or white issue, but like, I know that there are things that bother me sometimes in certain scenarios as it deals with corporate America and maybe the way that I react to it. Cause you know, I'm an actress, so I naturally make faces. You can't see my face <laughs> right now, y'all, but she's making one. I am making one and, um, I make a lot of faces. So you can kind of tell what I'm thinking with my face. I'm working on that. Cause I got to work on my, what I call my poker face, but, um, I don't. I have to disagree with you. I think that there's other races that are just as quote unquote sassy, or right. you know, their tonality is. You know, I feel sometimes when it's someone that's not black, it's viewed as, oh, no, 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 they're not angry. They're just speaking passionately. Whereas if we speak in that same tone, we're angry. Yeah. You know. So, and just to clarify, it wasn't like that's something I was saying. This is just stuff I've heard before. Oh, yeah. Have you also heard of the black set? No. Really? Okay, I'm assuming I know what that means when you say it, but I've never heard of the black Yeah, so thing, basically so. it's like people say that black people have a certain way or a certain cadence in their voice of how they speak, you know, like. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just, that's I've just how black people this. speak apparently. And I'm like, I, I didn't know there was a difference between the way I spoke. So you're basically trying to tell me that if you met someone black on the phone, that statement is saying that you would intrinsically automatically know that that person is black oh, because of the black well, fit. So I don't know about that, but I'm pretty good with like picking out if somebody's black versus if they're white. 
And I don't even think it's the fact that like we have black sense just because sometimes you may get somebody who's white on the phone and they sound inherently white, white <laughs> you know? Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's fine. we I don't all. Think you can always tell, but that's not sad. all the time because sometimes you may get like some of those white dudes who's like, "Is it like, dang, that's them? Like, like yeah. that's a pretty low voice." But yeah. you know, and sometimes you may get a black dude who may sound white. White, okay. but I mean, most of the time you can. I I personally feel like you can tell because there have been times when I can tell if I'm on the phone with somebody. Yeah. But, yeah. So ironically enough, um, my manager and I have this weekly thing where we send each other articles and we t- kind of talk about those articles at the end of the week. And so this week I actually sent him an article about black women in corporate America. And the article was actually focused on Harvard Business School and the number of women and then black women that have graduated from Harvard Business School and what level positioning they have in corporate America. And out of those women, only 67 of those women that graduated that are African-American from Harvard Business Law are currently sitting in positions that are C-suite and executive. 67 out of a whole graduating class at Harvard Business School. So I found that to be quite interesting. And the numbers were like way more than tripled for the number of African-American women that graduated from the school. So you think about that, only 67 of those women are in executive or C-suite level. Like, And this is Harvard. Right. So they're more than qualified. So really quick, what's what's C-suite? C-suite. So executive <laughs> suite, like CEO, CFO, okay. C-suite. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. So yeah. you think about this and it's like, I mean... Great for those 67 right. women, but in comparison to the amount of black women that, that graduated, yeah. it's like, why is that? And so that's something else that I have also found with corporate America that oftentimes we are held back from promotion. Yeah. Um, and we don't make as much money as men do well, in these environments. So before we actually get onto the whole money issue, like, why do you feel like black women are held back? Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, me in the film industry, like, that's something that I've also. Like, yes. not experience, but I've seen, you yes. know, like, if, if like, a job comes up and there's a, a, a black man and a, and a black woman, mm-hmm. odds are it's going to go to the black guy, mm-hmm. you know? And this is, like, without even there being a white man, like, mm-hmm. within the mix. Mm-hmm. So, I just, I don't understand, like, that way of thinking because what is it that that person may have over the black female, you know? Right. Like... It's not like black men are more creative than black females. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Well, now you get off into uh, women as minorities, right? And so I think that we as women, even when you think back to, you know, when Hillary was running for president, Hillary Clinton, and and some people were literally saying that they were not going to vote for Hillary because she was a woman and women are too emotional and they are not cut to lead a country. And so that is where you get off into minority, viewing minority or women as minorities. I'm sorry. Which is crazy because like the UK has queens. Correct. And they have had lead country for, yeah. For centuries. Correct. Yeah. Right. Which, and that's what's so silly to me. You know, right. this whole ideology that because we are too emotional that we are incapable of, you know, 
being in these positions, C-suite or executive or running a country. You know, right. we run these households. We bear your children. <laughs> this is we, we ain't too emotional for that. We was we were strong enough to handle that, but then we can't, you know, handle all these other things in film or corporate America. So it's quite offensive to me. You know, I feel like I'm a leader in my life in many capacities, whether that's professionally in my corporate job or, you know, creative wise with the podcast or the, you know, theater shows that I do. So So you feel like you lead, you lead the podcast. Listen, we're both leaders equally (laughs) and I do my part very well, you know? So I think that women are capable, more than capable of being in positions of senior leadership or executive or C-suite as we have learned about today. Um, And I just think that, well, I'll go back to the article and what the ending of the article essentially said is that, you know, aside from the resilience that makes us strong as black women to be successful in these corporate environments, you also have to have on the other end of the spectrum people that are willing to give you an opportunity to show showcase your talent and your yeah, skills. Yeah, 100%, because that's always been a frustration and not even... Like to go be just to go beyond the whole like like struggles of women. Like you can't see somebody's full potential if you don't give them the chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this stuff, it it does come down to taking risk, you Correct. know. And a lot of these places would rather take a risk with a man and fail with them, yes, than to take a risk with a woman and fail with her. Yeah, I don't know why. Because I don't see what the difference is. Yeah. You know, like, men and women fail just the same. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't get that ideology either. Like, why are you more prone to take a chance on a black man than you are to take a chance on a black woman? And maybe this is something that our viewers can even, you know, comment on when we publish it. Because I'm really curious to know. Like, right. you know, I don't, I've never, I've never understood that. Um but it, to me, it just all goes back to us being viewed as overly emotional and people not wanting to entrust us with things of that, you know, nature because they automatically assume we're going to fail at it before even giving us a chance. Yeah. So, yeah, like, viewers, weigh in on that. Let us know. We what wanna, Yeah, we want to know what your thoughts are. Yeah. You know, we should really start posting, like, weekly questions. We should, yeah. and leading up to our podcast, because then we can talk about the yeah. answers that you guys give us. See, boom, we're coming up with ideas even as we do the podcast. <laughs> and I came up with the idea oh, as a oh woman. First off, <laughs> so you all heard, okay? I spat it out first. She just agreed. Well, that's fine. See, and that's what I'm saying. We even agree with you. We uplift you, kings. You know what I'm saying? Like, how about giving us an opportunity as queens to showcase our talent and skills? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you guys do showcase your talent and skills. As a C-suite professional or an executive professional or... Yes, as a C-suite. See, I was going to try to be funny, but then I I realized... Don't do it. Yeah. Because you're going to have a lot of women that are going to (laughs) be on your timeline talking about you in the most horrendous way. So let's, you know, stay focused. Not everybody can handle my pettiness. I'm learning. (laughs) No, everyone cannot. See, and that's even more reason why you guys should vote for women in these offices because these men, they petty. Um, So moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. So, yeah, 
I am hoping that there will definitely be a change in the near future in how we are viewed as black women in corporate America. Um, we can be leaders. We are emotionally sound enough to, you know, make decisions. Right. And um, so you guys just need to give black women the opportunity. That's give 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 y'all a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I will I'm gonna go right up to the White House. Mm. I'm gonna speak to Trump and yeah. I'm gonna tell him give y'all a chance. That's we're gonna reserve my comment for maybe another <laughs> podcast episode because you know I I we appreciate as the black woman and the queens we are uh what you're wanting to do but i don't know that that would be quite successful with our current president but as i said we'll save that for another podcast episode i will not reserve my opinions on our president for this episode okay that's yeah that's, maybe another one that's maybe smart. another one um but yeah i just think that that's what it all boils down to is that you know black women we're always going to be resilient um you know, just like I was talking to one of my coworkers when all of the incidents transpired with the deaths of our kings and queens, you know, we as black people, are, we're conditioned differently. And there's an other, another element um, as a black woman that I feel like we're conditioned with, you know, be careful of how, see black men, y'all can just say whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. But we have to be careful about how we say certain things because we want to be ladylike in all that we do. Curb your passion because you don't want to come off too aggressive, you know? And so I feel like we are kind of conditioned growing up as black girls, little girls, conditioned for black womanhood to be certain kind of ways and not really embracing the totality of who we are as black women. I feel like the older I get, the more I embrace that. Right. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, I'm going to watch how I say certain things because I don't want to be heard. I want to be received. Yeah. So I'm going to be cognizant of that. But I feel that I shouldn't have to walk around on eggshells. Like, obviously, in the corporate setting, you want to still be professional. So you can't just run off and say whatever you want to say. But I think as I'm getting older, I'm just accepting that I'm going to be me. And I'm going to say how I feel. I'm passionate about some things that I talk about. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with being passionate about how you feel with certain subject matters. Like, we've been very passionate in talking about Black Lives Matter, you know? We sure have. There's nothing wrong with that. And don't allow, you know, some of my most favorite actors, one, um, Viola Viola Davis. I always pronounce her first name wrong, but. I could have sworn it was Viola. Viola, Viola, Viola. I love her. She gave like a her speech. Too. Yeah, like just everything about her. And I don't, it doesn't come across like she's trying to curb who she is or Angela Bassett, yeah. who gave her wonderful speech when she won her award about, you know, don't let them say that you're this or that queen. Like you be you. Okay, and so question What about celebrities like Lizzo? Should they curb who they are? Because she is very divided. Oh. Uh-huh. Here we go. Let me just say this. From my personal opinion, I love Lizzo. Yeah. Okay? Okay. For me personally. But. Now, I don't know that I I would be at a basketball game with an outfit on and my booty cheeks out on the chair. Just but that's mainly all over the place. because you don't know, sis, who was sitting on that chair before you got on there? Right. And what may you be contracting once you get up? So that's where my thought process works at. Yeah. However... Hey, 
If that's what her creative juices told her in the morning, that I want to walk around with my ass out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, sis? That's how I feel <laughs> about it. Do you? Like, not my choice. Right. Not my choice. But what I will say is from the perspective of how people shamed her in terms of talking about her weight as opposed to what I just said. Like, yeah. my concern was your butt and your private area cool, and when it may cool. be contracting. Yeah. Not, oh, well, she shouldn't have this on because she fat and she just, no, 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 no. We're mm-hmm. not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? That I don't agree with. We're not going to fat sham. You know, this yes, we're not going to do that. She is a very beautiful black woman. Shout out to her. I love her because her creativeness is just I on a whole nother level. Love you, Lizzo. That's what I got to say. Love you. Okay, so how do you feel about like what some people said about Cardi B when she first came out about how she was ratchet? Ooh, actually, yeah. How do you feel about the word ratchet? Because that was really developed for black women. Oh, now that is true. But there are a lot of ratchet women that are not black that I've I've seen on social media. I mean, and this otherwise. is yeah. plenty of ratchet, not black women. Definitely true. But I think it definitely originated for it to be a label of to, black women. Yeah. yeah, I would have to agree. Um, okay, so let's take this one by one. Cardi B, what do I feel about her? Um, I respect Cardi B. Um, I think she definitely showed us how you can come from, I don't want to say nothing because I don't feel like it's a nothing situation, but a struggling situation and be successful. So I respect her from that standpoint. Um, As far as her being ratchet, I I wouldn't label label her as ratchet. You know, I just think she grew up, you know, in a, in, in an environment an environment that she grew up in and that con- has conditioned her to be the type of person that she is. I don't necessarily feel that that should be labeled as ratchet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do we, have we all been in a moment where we might've had some ratchet moments? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that that's basically based on a color though. Like that's just, but know, it's just said that it moment. is equated, you know, to color. Like, well, I disagree with it because I don't think that everything that we are given a label of ratchet for yeah. is ratchet. Right. Now, there are some things that well, are ratchet. Why don't you go ahead and give us a little e- An example, example of yeah. ratchet? A little, a little I taste. I don't really have an example off the top of my head of ratchet. Oh, I really have to think about this. What's ratchet? Because, mm. see, some people would say, like, like what, what Lizzo did was ratchet about the, the oh, whole well, at, at the basketball game. I having her Googler. cheeks out. I'm a Googler. So first, I think we need to start by defining ratchet. Yeah. So. Okay. She's, she's, she's definitely Googling I'm definitely it, Googling this. <laughs> Let's, we'll do ratchet urban dictionary and it'll okay. tell us what it is. Cause like, we don't want the Webster. You know, I sometimes call Google my second dad. No, for real. I Google everything. Anybody that really knows me knows me knows. I'm quick to be like, yeah. let's Google that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, a few things. It says ratchet. A ghetto dialect mispronunciation of the English term ratchet. So, they give an example and it says... <laughs> Excuse me, you guys. I'm reading it how it's on here. Old girl with her hoochie beep, clothes too tight and her tracks showing. Ooh. And her scraggly boop weave with her fake boop Gucci bag thinks she cute. 
She ratchet. I don't know that I agree with how they choose to define that. Like I, this just sounds like some Why say with, with her tracks out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that being broke meant you was oh, ratchet. See, okay, so that's what I feel like ratchet is equated to. Is being, being broke. broke. Yeah. If you're broke, then you're ratchet. And I don't think Man. that that's a fair commentation to look, put on like, anyone. Like, what if she didn't have the money to like right. get the tracks hidden? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then maybe not getting some tracks if you can't have them done, you know, correctly, sis. Maybe right. Go natural or something of that nature. I don't know, but yeah, I just don't like the 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 whole idea of like yeah, um, you know, you don't have any money, you look a, a, a cert a certain way, you're ratchet. Like, yeah, I would agree. Um, like, what is even like? Why do that? You know, is 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 basically like putting somebody down, but. You know what? That's what they used to do back in the in the old days. Like, you didn't have enough money. You was a peasant. You wasn't no good. You mm-hmm. was this. You was that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where just the idea of this even comes from is just it's just really a, a class labeler. You know, like you're not in the same class as as me. So I'm gonna put this term on you. Yeah. You're ratchet. Yeah. Because your hair looks like that. Yeah. Your hair isn't isn't good. You know what? Funny enough, my sister, she really has a problem with, you know, the whole connotation that that black people use within the black community of mm-hmm. good hair and bad hair. Ooh, we yeah. yeah, she hates yeah. it because she's all like hair is hair. Um I'm not going to lie. I grew up with um, blessed, quote unquote, good hair. Um, oh, you feel like you have good oh, hair. Oh, I, I most definitely. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, done with that. All I'm saying is that I like the natural hairstyles as well. I don't feel like it necessarily means that their hair is bad because it doesn't. I don't think they have bad hair at all. So I, I would agree with your sister. Like the bad hair, good hair connotation, we could take that out. It's hair. You know, yeah. there are some things that women with natural kinkier hair than mine that they can do that I can't do that I'm like, oh my gosh, man, your hair is so beautiful. You right. know, hair is beautiful, ladies. So don't make people, you know, make you think that because you have kinkier hair that it's bad hair. That's another thing. Natural hairstyles in corporate America. What are our thoughts? I mean, I'm all for it, but there's a lot of people who aren't because they they see it as like messy. You mm, know? Okay, so because, like dreads would be a great example. Yeah. Of that. So I didn't want to bring it up because I know we're we're talking about black mm-hmm. women in corporate America, but well, black women, I know plenty of black women that have dreads in corporate America. True. True. Mm-hmm. Well, I know of this one story about this kid that got suspended from school because he had dreads, mm-hmm. and it was out of dress code. At their school. See, that I don't agree with because yeah. in your your dress code is your dress. Granted, you don't want people to come into school with their hair all over their right. head. But if it's braided but I mean, nice even still, or even, dreaded nice. But even if they do come with like their hair all over the place, 
it like that's it still not technically to dress code yeah like right. that's how they want to do it you know like who are you to be like oh no like i'm sorry we got to send you home because your hair is a mess i mean i think that's a good um opportunity for students to learn though because when they do get out of school and they're working day to day you want right. to be presentable that that doesn't mean you tell them presentable is no dreads though because now this becomes more of a black Versus whatever issue, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that's good to have those conversations with your students to say, hey, you know, as you venture and you leave school and you go on to get jobs, like you do have to be presentable. But who teaches them that? Because when you that's have, when, when you have, you know, like people of our skin color whose hair is meant to like be out, you mm-hmm. know, where we have the big poof. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, who don't understand our culture would look at it like, oh, like, that's messy. Yeah, like, why yeah. don't you tie it up or something? Yeah. But it's like, no, because this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So how can they teach students how to look presentable, you know? Yeah, that's real. That's real. That's a really good question. So here's another question for you viewers to weigh in on. What are your thoughts about corporate America or even schools basically trying to condition us to tell us we can't wear natural hairstyles? in schools or offices right definitely like give us your opinions on that i feel like i know where a lot of these opinions are gonna go though oh yeah yeah trust me i'm on it 